The rarity of something generally makes it much more valuable. So growing up, if you weren't able to have a specific dinner very often, that made it fancy, right? It was a special occasion. That's actually not actually the case. AJ McCall at VFX for the Gold's Gym debate today. Just AJ this morning. Steak was always, obviously, I feel like a lot of people, steak growing up is fancy. Ashley and I have had steaks marinating in the bottom of our fridge for better, more, more than a week now. They've been sitting here because we just can't bring ourselves to make them. And that's just a change of the times because even, even when I could go out and buy the cuts of meat or had to go out and buy the cuts of meat and could do it, it was still like a thing, right? We didn't do it all the time because you'd avoided it. Like You didn't even look at the price to actually find out. When you're out by yourself, you're like, oh, that's steak. Like, we can't afford it. We, we got to go hamburger. We can't. No, we're not splurging on that. But it was like when we had it, it was such a big deal. Like, we, you'd have to get out the actual plates. You'd have to get out some real silverware. Like, it was a whole thing. Now you're saying, like, eh, eh. And it's a change in the times because it's, fa- it's a good meal. And this one is like, no, 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 no. What it actually has led me to realize, though, is that those fancy meals I used to think were fancy meals – it wasn't because necessarily the price. It wasn't necessarily because they were something meant to mark a special occasion. It was solely based on the time. I'll tell you what, it, what I think a lot of people have the rule, right? When it's somebody's birthday in the family, they get to pick where they eat, whether they get to pick someone making a dinner, or they get to pick where you go out, whatever it is. Mine, for five straight years growing up with my mom and stepdad, I wanted ribs. Barbecue ribs, and I wanted mac and cheese, and sometimes queso because, you know, you can never have cheese, but mostly barbecue ribs and mac and cheese. And we would have ribs because I started picking it maybe one other time during the year. And, yeah, it could be expensive to buy that rack, especially when you're making for a family of, at the time, what, six of us? It'd be expensive. I got that. But you know what it is? Now, after having made my ribs itself, it's the time. That's what was the thing. Is it like it was the time to put into the effort to do it? It's the same thing. My stepmom, it's her queso dip. That was always what I wanted from her. Not super, not super difficult. In fact, Ashley's dad makes it all the time now, and he might he's got the whole thing down. Uh, we had it for the Super Bowl party, but it was just the time to put into that the effort more than anything. And I get it now. It's those things you're like, huh? Like I want to have a special occasion. And it's a fancy food, but it's fancy. Not and it was rarity because not because it was necessarily overly expensive, not because it was necessarily a pain in the butt to make. It just took forever to do so. And you're like, ah, you know what? That's only for special occasions. <laughs> Get a text message here. What was the food that you thought was fancy as a kid that wasn't anymore? Uh, for me, it was oven cooked steaks. Is the text? My dad convinced us it was a fancy way of eating it. Turns out he was afraid to touch raw meat and just plop it in a pan and cook it in the oven, so he didn't have to touch. it. <laughs> and look, steak again, steak rears its head, and not the timing thing on that one, but just a special rule makes it again a special occasion. That is nuts. Oh man, it just all the glass shattering moment. Glass shattering moment. Speaking of, of food, unfortunately, producer Butters and I were set to to dabble in our new profession uh, a little bit later this morning, but it got canceled. And I think I, I want to be honest. With tomorrow being confessions, I just want to confess that I have no idea what I'm doing when it comes to being a food judge, and I'm starting to feel bad about it. Producer Butters and I have become quite the food judges recently. I think we put three or four under your belt. You get to say, okay, this is more than just a hobby at this point. 
call for the Gold's Gym debate today on VFX. Just AJ this morning. And I feel like I owe an apology. We were set to go out again today, and then the event, unfortunately, not going to happen. And Producer Butters and I have the same conversation each time. And we would have had it again today. We sit down. We go, I can't believe we're here. Like, I, I, why would they let us do this? Because it's us eating food and critiquing it. And then we go, okay, how are we going to do this? And we try to come up with our criteria. And so, obviously, it, it is a reward for the position that I'm in, right? And I, I swear, I swear we try very, very hard to come up with a set standard of rules every time. We've done chili a couple times. We did cupcakes recently, and that was a lot of sugar. That was, I ate too much of those. And we come up with set standards to try to stick to them. But I feel like I owe an apology because, like, the cupcake one is when it really set in because these people are pouring their heart and soul in. Right? And as we found out, 63% of people think they could cook so well they could beat a celebrity chef. So maybe one of these people does it. But they, they pour their heart and soul in it, and then they're like, let's give it to these random guys and have them decide which one's best and which one's not. And we're not qualified for that. We do. We did come up with a set standards. We talked about it. We're like, oh, here's with this, and we're going to go with this. And, you th- and, we, and we try to stick to it. But I just feel like I owe an apology because, like, like I, we're doing radio, right? I'm me doing radio, and all of a sudden, some of my family who's never listened before comes and goes, "Hey, you kind of suck, to be honest." But not just that; like, it's not like a, a make or break thing. But like, I went into a contest, and they just happen to be the judge. Be like, "Yeah, you just you kind of not. Nah, you're last. You're last. They have no qualify qualifications whatsoever. You feel confident about it. You do that, and it just, I feel bad. I feel like I owe an apology. You got canceled. Canceled today. I don't know." If I was overdue making an apology, but I just wanted to share that because love doing it. It's a ton of fun. Like, who's going to turn down? I told you, growing up, my dad used to say all the time, I just wish I could be a food critic. And I think it's the same thing as the, it's the hubris we've been talking about all this morning. He was just like, oh, you just show up, you eat, and you're like, this was good, this was bad. I think there's a little bit more to that. you got to develop your palate. you got to know what is good, what's not good. you got to know what the flavors are. So, if... If you were at the contest that were judged by producer Butters and I and you did not win and maybe finish at the bottom, an apology just on that given day, that's what we decided, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's true. It just, it just felt like while talking about food, that was that was necessary.